Good morning, gorgeous. How are you ladies doing this morning? I hope you're all doing wonderful. This is your host, Dr. Michelle, and you are listening to a Feminine Impression Podcast. Today, I want us to discuss two things, receiving with respect and gratitude, and how it can help you on your feminine journey. So sit back, relax, get something to drink, grab something to write with, and let's talk about this. When you hear the word gratitude, what is the first thing that comes to mind? Most of the time, it's an idea of being thankful for something or even the act of saying thank you. But it gets a lot deeper than that. Gratitude is truly an attitude or a position where you are thankful and pleased by something. An idea of taking a moment and reflecting on what was given, how it makes you feel, and the assurance that you will always be provided for. This should not come with an immediate need to repay. Gratitude is a feeling that you rest in, you soak in, you reflect on, even if it's just for a moment. When a person practices gratitude, it allows them to reflect on the impact and the gesture that was made in their day or even in their life. Gratitude also gives you an opportunity to bless that person, whoever provided for you with your words, which is truly a gift, a gift that keeps giving, especially if that gift is a prayer. Prayers are what change everything, and it's a special gift that's not utilized enough. So as a feminine woman, why exactly is gratitude so important? Well, For many reasons, it not only allows a person to feel appreciated, but it opens doors for you to receive more. So let's dive a little deeper into this. You know, we live in such a fast paced society and we're often placed in a comparison mode or in a deficit mode. This country, especially America, makes us feel like we always need more. We're always trying to keep up with people. And it makes us feel bad sometimes. It makes us not appreciate the things that we actually have. It can be the slightest thing. You could be at work and you could be in a meeting and someone can have a beautiful watch on or beautiful necklace. And you look at it and you're like, oh, I wish I could afford that. I wish I had someone to buy me that. And not thinking that you have a watch on too. And you may have things that are even more precious than material items like peace and joy things that no one could ever purchase. Or it could be something like the actual job that you have. You may be at work and thinking, man, this job sucks. I can't wait to get off. I need a better job. I need to make more money. And you forget about how much you wanted that job when you really needed a job. You forget that this job is what's sustaining you right now. And it's not to say you shouldn't be ambitious and want more, but it's important for you to always encompass everything in gratitude. You can still want more and be thankful at the same time. Gratitude can also be connected with a health issue. Perhaps you were ill at a certain point in time and you never took enough time to appreciate how your body has healed or how your body has changed. This could be a mental condition. Perhaps you had depression at some point or anxiety at some point and now you do not. And so it's important for you to be able to realize that Things are functioning without you doing anything. And that is a gift. You have changed in some way that's now bettering your life. 
So all of these things, whether they are tangible or intangible, have been given to you. And they're all considered gifts. So in order to truly rest in the state of gratitude, you have to be able to identify when something you have is a gift. So I'll give you a few examples of things that are considered gifts, things that we sometimes completely overlook. Time. Time is a gift. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. So for someone to give you a portion of their time is a gift. If you have a concern about something and you speak to someone and they're giving you a listening ear, if they gave you 30 minutes of their day, that is a gift. That person said yes to listening to you, which means that they said no to something else in their life. And that's a gift. And you'll find that in many conversations, people offer advice. They offer information. They offer comfort. And some people even offer resources. And those are gifts. It's not just a listening ear. They're giving you something that you can take with you and better yourself. Some people will offer you their time by maybe helping you set up for a party or helping you plan your wedding. They may do something really kind like reading one of your essays for you and proofreading it for you or reading your proposal statement and letting you know how it sounds. They're taking time out of their day to do that for you. Now, money is a more obvious gift that people seem to value when it's given. And for most people, it truly is a sacrifice. Purchasing something for you with their money is a gift. Loaning you money is a gift. Taking you to lunch, taking you to a show, just giving you cash if you need something and not expecting you to pay them back. They're all gifts because we all have to earn our money. And every time we take money out of our bank account and give it to you, it's less that we have. Now, giving is much more blessed than receiving. So you're going to always be replenished when you give. That's something that's very important to know. So if someone is giving you anything, they will be replenished. However, it's still a sacrifice. And it doesn't matter how much money the person has. It's still a mental thing to know that you're giving away something that you've earned. Gifts also come in opportunities. Opportunities are gifts. If you told someone that you're an upcoming actor or an upcoming singer or comedian or a model and they see a casting invitation on Instagram and they send it to you, they took that extra moment and thought, oh, wait, Ashley told me she wanted to be a model. There's a casting in her city. Let me send this to her. Even if they don't live in your state, if they happen to remember that you lived in Chicago and they see a casting in Chicago and they send it over the internet, that's a gift. It's an opportunity that they put into your hands. Or maybe you said you wanted to take on coaching or something with the youth and they introduce you to one of their high school friends that's now a principal. And they say, you know what? I could use a tennis coach and gave you an opportunity for a side job. So recognize that opportunities are gifts. And lastly, words are also gifts. Words are some of the best gifts a person could ever give you. If you are having a really stressful day and someone comes up to you and gives you words of encouragement, it can change your life. Words can change a person's complete course of action. Just the smallest words could save someone's life. Words are life-giving. Just like words can kill, life and death are in the power of the tongue. Life and death. So when someone gives you life with their words by encouraging you, 
that is a gift. And lastly, when a person uses their gift of words to pray for you, having people in your life that are willing to pray for you is hands down the best gift you can ever receive. Your heavenly father can use those words, those prayers, and bless your entire life. So words are major gifts, and you should never underestimate when someone gives you an encouraging, loving word or a prayer. Gratitude is always necessary. Now, these are just some gifts. So what I would love for you to do is take a second and just reflect on your own life and look into it and find other gifts that you may be neglecting to identify because they are there. Even the simple fact that you're able to listen to this information with the device that you're listening to it on and the time that you have to do it is a gift. It's important to understand that when having a heart of gratitude, especially as a feminine woman, it's not just enough to feel grateful. It's important to express it. So many of you ladies ask me, how do I receive? I don't know how to receive. So here it is. When you receive something, tell the person how much it means to you and why. It always helps you to be more grateful when you add the reason why, and it helps them to be able to see the depth of the appreciation. And when they see that, it helps them to feel good about whatever they did, and it also helps for them to want to give you more. For example, if someone gives you information, information that you didn't have before, you could say to them, wow, thank you for telling me that. Now it helps me understand how I can move forward. Or, wow, thank you so much for this mug. I've been wanting something to put my tea in in the mornings. This is perfect. You stating the reason why helps you to rest in that state of gratitude and recognize that something has been provided to you. This is also how you can identify when prayers are answered. If you aren't taking the appropriate amount of time to stop and be grateful, it's hard to recognize when a prayer has been answered. And I'm not talking about prayers for something major. I'm talking about the little, little, little prayers that just linger on your heart. For example, for me, I've totally overdone it during this quarantine season and I've regressed so much on my fitness goals. I've resorted back to eating a ton of carbohydrates and sugar. So I have these little prayers like, okay, I need to get back on track. God, please help me to resist temptation. Help me to resist eating all this stuff I know I shouldn't be eating and overdoing it. So today I was ordering my lunch online and I was looking for an option for a drink. They didn't have it on the website. So I thought, okay, no big deal. When I get to the restaurant to pick up my food, I'll just order a soda. So when I got there, the owner was very friendly and very kind. And when I asked him to get me a soda, he says, oh, no, my dear, I'm going to make you my special iced tea. Just give me a couple minutes. I'm going to go to the back and I'm going to hand make a special batch of it just for you. So I'm sitting there thinking, I didn't want no iced tea. I wanted soda. That's what I wanted. But in that same breath, I thought, wow, how kind of him. He's been so warm to me and so hospitable to me. And in that moment, I felt gratitude for God helping me to stay on track because I wanted soda. 
And there was no reason why he should have insisted on making me his special iced tea that had no sugar in it. And when I got it, it was absolutely delicious. It was very refreshing and I was thankful. And I noticed that my prayers had been answered in helping me stay on track. And it helped me to refocus myself and remember that I have other options outside of soda. I said, thank you, Jesus, for looking out for me. And I enjoyed my drink. So that's why I stress the importance of slowing down and resting in gratitude. That way you don't miss when your prayers are being answered. Now, in terms of expressing gratitude, there should also be unconditional gratitude, especially when you're interacting with your significant other, if it's your husband and children. See, with men, they must be motivated to give. Nothing is less motivating than lack of gratitude. It's honestly a bit repulsive in general, but men find it to be very off-putting. Even if you think, oh, I deserve this, or even if you don't really like it, it doesn't matter if he went out of his way to do something for you. Even if he slightly missed the mark, express gratitude for what he did do. Understanding this concept can save your marriage. We as women operate around love, but they translate respect as love. So how this concept can help you in your marriage is even if he hasn't been doing something in a little while, you can still give gratitude for what he does usually do. Let's say he's been traveling a lot because he's been working really hard and he's very tired all the time and maybe he hasn't noticed your new hairstyle or complimented you in three days. You can still express gratitude to him. You can say, honey, you know, thank you for being such a hardworking husband. Thank you for providing for our family. Or, babe, I love the fact that you've worked so hard for us that we can raise our children in this neighborhood. And just say thank you for that. So you can express gratitude for past actions. It doesn't have to be what's being presented to you in that moment. You can just remind him. Like, babe, remember when you took me to that restaurant downtown? The one that had the cheesecake that I loved? That was such a nice place. You know, thank you so much for taking me there. That is gratitude that sticks. Gratitude can be expressed when you just have the thought, when it comes into your mind and you feel grateful again for that moment, that experience, that gift, whatever it is. Just express it. And same thing goes for your children. If they make you a silly card, express gratitude to them. Let them know how much it means to you and tell them what you're going to do with it. Don't just disregard it and throw it to the side. Bask in it for a second. Remember when you dreamed of having this child or think about all the people who wish they had a sweet, loving child. Appreciate your blessings when there's nothing happening. This is how you cultivate a more gracious attitude. You can always reach out to other people when you've been blessed by them in the past. It can be a text, a phone call, You can just say, thank you for doing that for me back in college. It can be someone on YouTube that changed your life or changed your mind about something. You can reach out to them and say, thank you for making that video. It really helped me. Express your gratitude to people. Don't just go through life taking, 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 taking without expressing your gratitude. You can bless a person's life with a simple thank you. Most people are usually surprised to even know that you're grateful for something until you share it. 
And you'll be happy to know that once you begin sharing your gratitude, you'll also be able to receive more and more. If you continue to give, you will continue to receive in abundance. However, when it comes to receiving, you must receive with respect. And what do I mean by that? Well, let's talk about it. As a woman, we are natural receivers. That's how God designed us. And it's a beautiful thing to be in that space. However, we must always be careful and watch how we receive. We have to think about who are we receiving from? How does this person make me feel once I've received from them? What did receiving this thing cost me? Receiving is not always a good thing if it's not coming from a good source, if it's not giving you a feeling of gratitude because it came with something that cost you too much. Not all money is good money. Not all gestures are good gestures. If the person doing it is hurtful, rude, belittling, or degrading. If you're receiving from a source where you have to give your body or your dignity, to receive from them, then that's not the way that you were designed to receive. You can always get it in another way. I don't want any of you ladies thinking that because you're a feminine woman, that you are supposed to receive even if it's going to hurt you. That you have to rely on people who you don't feel good about receiving from because you need them. The truth is you don't need them. The truth is you will get those things from someone else if you're willing to recognize and change your course. It's necessary for you to know and understand that everything you receive comes from God, not people. People are used as vessels to be able to give you things. It may seem like your boss is the one who gives you your job, but it wasn't your boss who gave you the job. It was God who gave you the job, but someone has to give you that thing. Whether it's money, whether it's sympathy, condolence, opportunities. So don't ever think it's the person, it's never the person. Unfortunately, we tend to forget that we as people are spiritual people. We are spirit, but we possess our bodies. And that's why you can feel it when someone is shady. When something about the situation isn't right, it doesn't feel good. You cannot pinpoint it. You may not be able to say, this is the reason why I feel uncomfortable with this. But it's a feeling that you get because it's part of your spirit. Your spirit is what's telling you that something is wrong because that is what you are. You have to pay attention to that. You have to be able to discern situations, use your intuition and trust yourself. When you feel like, uh, I know I really need that because I need new tires. I just don't want it from this guy. Even though I think I need these new tires right now, and this is the only way I'm going to get it, I don't want it from this guy. That is your spirit discerning that something about this is off. Or it could just be very straightforward. So if you're with a man who's abusive to you, whether it's verbally, emotionally, physically, and you think that you can't leave because he's your provider, remember who your provider really is. You do not need to deal with that. This same concept applies when it comes to jobs. This has come to me so many times. I've known women who worked in adult entertainment, 
who ran gossip blogs and things where they made money off of sinful behavior, hurtful behavior. And they were making money that they were uncomfortable with because they realized that their industry was hurting people, hurting themselves and hurting other people. They were able to start and build a relationship with God and they eventually got the strength and decided that they wanted a better life. A life where they knew God, loved God, and had peace, the thing that money cannot buy. And so they quit those jobs. And in both cases that I knew about, God funneled the money, the same money that they were getting from working as a porn star or working as a gossip blogger, the same money and more, much more money in honorable ways. So they never felt ashamed again. They were able to live a life where they were finally free. And sweetheart, listening to that voice will save you from so many situations. Situations that are dangerous, hurtful, illegal. Situations that could actually take your life from you. It can save you by making a different decision. Pay attention to that voice. Because if you do, it'll stop you from living in a home where you know someone is abusing your child. You can sense it. You know something is off with this man, but you fear losing a place to live. You fear not having a man to take care of you. So you turn your eye. These situations come in our lives all of the time. You have to listen to that gut feeling. You may be looking for a solid reason, a reason you can't quite put your finger on and you won't be able to because it's spiritual. So again, never allow anyone to make you feel like you have to be subjected to their terrible behavior or make you feel like you have to dishonor yourself in order to have the things that you want in this life. There is nothing in this world that'll ever make you feel better than being true to yourself. No amount of money can ever make up for that. So think about it. Think about the people you are receiving from. Do they leave you with a sense of true gratitude? Or does it make you feel small? Just know that you have the power to turn away. But you do have to trust and have faith that you will be provided for. And once you make that decision, all it takes is one move from God. Just one. I really hope that you're enjoying this podcast and I want to remind you ladies to please share this podcast with anyone who might need it. You never know how you can be blessing someone's life with information. So just share it on your timelines or share it with your friends. It would be very much appreciated from me and very helpful to someone else. Now let's discuss some ways that we can incorporate gratitude into our daily lives. The one key that's necessary to know is that you have to have moments of reflection. If you're living a crazy, busy life, you honestly cannot have the mental space to recognize that you've been provided for. That is why this pandemic was so earth shattering, but also a blessing for so many people. Even if it came with a little bit of sadness, it helped them to slow down. Life is not meant to be lived the way that we've been living it. We need time to be still with our thoughts. We need time to be able to reflect 
and practice moments of thanks. This is why I always urge you to wake up early and spend at least one hour a day journaling, praying, and thinking before you start your day. One way you can practice gratitude is by keeping a gratitude journal, a journal that is specific for the things that you're grateful for. Now, you'll find that many companies now have incorporated this into planners, into prayer journals, because gratitude is a part of the prayer template. Most people truly don't know how to pray effectively, and that does get in the way of how you see your life. But gratitude is an integral part of praying, telling God what you are grateful for. But first thing in the morning, as soon as you get out of bed, think of something you're grateful for. I would suggest at least three things and think about why you're grateful for them. So if you write down, I'm grateful for my apartment, it shouldn't stop there. It should sound something more like, I'm grateful for my apartment because it allows me to have protection from the outside world and the elements. I'm able to have air conditioning so I don't burn up in this heat and I have a place to sleep and take a shower so I can feel good about myself and I can care for myself and I have some privacy. That is a blessing. There are so many people who are living with parents and friends and they wish they had a place that they could call their own. Another great way to practice gratitude is by changing your wording when you speak to yourself. So exchanging words, exchanging phrases, for example, saying, I have to, we hear that all the time. Oh, I have to go do this. I have to go do that. So instead of saying, I have to, you can exchange it by saying, I get to. After a while, all the things that we pray for sometimes feel like a burden. Oh, I have to go to work. Instead, you can say, I get to go to work. That shows gratitude for you having employment. Or perhaps you might be annoyed because maybe your friends invited you somewhere, but you can't go because you have a child. They don't, but you do. And you have to pick them up from daycare. So in that conversation, you might be like, oh, I really wish I could go, but uh, I have to pick up my son from daycare. I can't make it. Instead, you can say, I get to pick up my son from daycare. It will totally change your mentality because with human behavior, it's not until we lose something that we begin to appreciate it. And it's sad. It's so sad because it doesn't have to be that way. You can choose to appreciate things on purpose. I mean, no one wakes up and just says, I am so thankful for my healthy digestive system, right? No one says that until God forbid you get the stomach flu and you can't keep anything down and you're feeling disgusted and sick and you're bedridden. Once that flu is gone and you're not scared to eat, I guarantee you, you will think, oh, I am so thankful that my stomach feels good. I'm so thankful I feel normal again. I'm so thankful I have a healthy digestive system. That's when you start feeling thankful, right? And that's on the minor side. There are serious things that we tend to lose in life that we weren't grateful for. Losing things to poor management, like children to the justice system because you were not managing your children properly and you weren't thankful that you had this beautiful son that you get to pick up from daycare. So you're neglecting him. You're neglecting your responsibilities as a parent. Maybe you're bitter or upset because his father is not in the picture. Whatever the case might be, you may not practice any gratitude because of resentment. So gratitude is a deep concept and it keeps us in check. It makes us more aware of our choices. 
and our blessings. And lastly, something I learned in a book years ago called The Science of Positivity is being grateful and taking advantage of opportunities. For example, if you're driving to the grocery store and you pull into the parking lot and you're searching around for a parking spot, take the first empty spot that you see. Just park there and walk. Don't always go looking to see if you can find something closer. If you don't have any mobility issues, take the first spot you see and be grateful that you found one. Because what happens normally is we find a spot that's pretty decent, but we're like, "Mm, let me see if I can get something closer. And then we don't find anything closer. So we go back to that original spot. And of course, someone else took it. Someone else saw it and didn't decide to go looking for another spot and they just took it. And then you're upset. You're upset that someone took your spot, but you could have taken that spot too. You could have taken it as soon as you saw it. If you were grateful for the fact that you had spotted one. So you want to get into the habit of recognizing when you have opportunities and getting things with ease and being grateful for that ease when it comes. Gratitude is a lifestyle. And once you begin to recognize that, it becomes a lot easier for you to be grateful and start practicing it more and more, even when it's not ideal. Remember, ladies, every single thing you get in your life is provided to you through a source. That source is God. So never, ever, ever allow anyone, a man, a friend, a parent, an employer, anyone to harm you in order to receive from them. God will always get those things to you in another way. If you reach out, if you have faith, If you're obedient, you will receive it. I have a YouTube video on receiving with respect and gratitude, along with a book that can truly help you practice gratitude. So that'll be linked in the information box. I would love for you to head over to YouTube and watch that video because it goes more in depth in other things that I didn't talk about in this podcast. You'll be able to watch live footage on the expressions that you can make when you receive and how to act when you receive and when you're grateful for something. So go ahead and head over to YouTube to watch it. Also follow me on Instagram at a feminine impression for daily feminine inspiration. If you have a specific question for me that you would like me to answer, then leave me a voice message on Anchor and I will do an episode answering your questions. The link for that is also in the description box. I would like to express my gratitude for each and every one of you. I appreciate every single one of you who reposts my podcast, who watches my YouTube videos, who shares my videos, and who talks about the podcast on all of your platforms. I am so thankful and so appreciative. And thank you to every single one of you who listens, who sends me messages, and who expresses your gratitude to me. You all mean so much to me, and I'm so thankful that you've allowed me to help you in all of these ways. I love you dearly, and I pray that you ladies all stay safe and healthy. Until next time, my loves, this is your host, Dr. Michelle, 
go out in the world and make a feminine impression. Mm-hmm.